0: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 British Open picks. Final betting card, the weather, DraftKings ownership, and of course, your questions. For me, I mean, I'm probably not going to answer them correctly, but I will give you an answer if it's a good question. Reminder to everyone out there in the chat already, if you're answering other people's questions, you're banned for life. You ask a stupid question, you're banned for life. I don't like the look of you, you're banned for life, okay? I haven't banned anyone in like three months, and I got the itchy trigger finger to shell out some bans. Everyone's single favorite part of the show. If you've missed anything this week... I mean, there's still time to catch up. I got two columns up on DK Playbook. I got a column with my picks up on Golf Digest. I'll have a PGA video up later, but Mayo Media Network and the Pat Mayo Experience Podcast is where you want to live for everything. I have four full-length shows out. The Fantasy Golf Degenerate Show with Kenny Kim and Tambo. That's already out. Sky and Tom on the Euro Pick Show. That's already out. Show Some Love ...for the channel by hitting the subscribe button and check out all of those shows. And don't forget to smash the like button if you're watching this after the fact... ...and you do want to have a question because you weren't able to take a lunch break and tune in... ...I got you covered. Leave your question down in the comment section of this video after the live stream is done... ...and I'll try to circle back to them around 8pm this evening. And if you do want an easy way to fill out lineups, because I just made 120 like that Uh, because I got a little bit of a strategy that I'm trying to play in the Minimax. I'm still testing out theories for that one. Uh, If you want to play like 150 lineups in the 50 cent contest, fantasyatnational.com to make it super easy on you. All the customizable stats... Uh, You you can make your custom model, generate your lineups, look at the ownership projections. Everything that you need is there. You get a 20% discount if you use fantasynational.com slash mayo. There's also huge discounts if you want to dig into NFL season as well. Runthesims.com slash mayo for the full pricing, and you can lock in a Founders membership there right now where you'll always be charged exactly the same thing in perpetuity, uh, as long as the site exists at least, which we hope is going to be for a very long time. But all of the tools are free to use up there till the end of July. So if you want to go dig in to see if it's something that you might enjoy this season, season season-long fantasy football content and the stats and the tools is going to be completely free all year long. But for DFS on DraftKings and the gambling market, just check out RunTheSims.com. Create a free account today. You can find all of this information down in the description. I even threw some hidden links down in the description just to see if anyone is checking down there. I always recommend that you do. But I got some winners to give away. Uh, About... Well, $1,000 is being given away right now to 100 of you uh, through DraftKings. Thank you for entering that Twitter contest. Uh, so those will all just be put directly into your DraftKings account. Thank you for playing on that. So there's a $1,000 underway. So instead of giving out like 25 winners, of, like 25 bucks, I mean, I know that math doesn't add up, but you know what I'm saying. I decided to pick five people who entered the draw, rating and reviewing the Pat Mayo experience on audio podcast, signing up for the newsletter, and I will have... Another fresh newsletter with final thoughts and one extra bet, because I haven't made it yet, because I'm maybe I'll try to get your guys' feedback on this one, too. If I ask you a question uh, at some point in time, then you can respond. We'll see how everything goes with that. But I still have one spot on my card that I want to fill out. It's down to three guys. I'll talk it through just a little bit when I get to the picks in a second. But I decided to pick five people to do that, uh, to be the winner. So it's SPLOOSH30, B underscore NELS1, B CORRELATE88, J. Hardyman Jr. and Keith's fan. It's a tough one when you're looking at it in like lowercase letters. It could be a number. It could be a capital I. I don't know. But you're all winners of $100. I've already reached out to you as well. So we can get that wrapped up pretty quickly. Put that $100 to good use. You play 10 lineups in the $10, one lineup in the $100, buy half an entry in the $200 single entry, which I stupidly played this week and never win in it. But that's going to be fun. My donation is already in to the giant $200. I want to win that ten. dollars I think it's hundred k up top. You know, I'd like to win that. Who wouldn't want to win that? So good luck to all of you. Thank you, everyone, for entering the contest this week. Uh, I've even seen a lot of people being very generous on their Twitter feed, you know, quote-tweeting the show and saying, hey, you need to watch the Pat Mayo experience, especially the one with Feinberg, which everyone really enjoys. The one with Rick and the one with Ben is really good, too. Uh, I actually thought it was a real— I was really down if people listened to the show last Friday that I've been down on my content lately. And I think it's just because we're in a lull part of the year especially football starting up but not everyone is quite interested as of yet we had three kind of bummer tournaments in a row for golf but like this week i have been fucking fired up for the british open the open championship the open whatever you want to call it I've been fired up to talk about this and do content. It's my favorite tournament of the year uh, in terms of the majors. I'm going to be up. I might even do, I mean, it's 2.35 a.m. lock my time, but I might even do like a Twitter Spaces if, like for first tee if I if I can stay up that long because uh, I do have stuff to do in the morning, like bring my kids to school. So I do want to be somewhat well-rested for that, but maybe I'll do a Twitter Spaces if people are up at that time. I know Sky is going to have the ownership all leaking out around that same time too. So I've just been so excited, really proud of the content team this week, uh, and I've really enjoyed Doing doing the shows, and I've really appreciated people sharing the show around. If you want to help, I mean the ratings and review always help. Telling people always helps, and you know I just went and looked. We're number one on the charts in Colombia, Ireland, and China. So we're doing pretty good there. Let's get Canada, the UK, let's get the United States. That would all be great to get to the top of those charts too, but it's going to be tough with football coming back and the fantasy footballers dominating everyone. I'm going to send Mike like, hey, can you hold your show for a day? Uh, maybe the Pat Mayo experience can climb up. But I do want to thank you all this week for tuning in. I hope it's a very profitable Open Championship for you, although these, nevers are, these majors are never profitable for me. So just do the opposite when I say. You're probably going to win some cash. So that's it. Let's get to the final betting card. I kept it pretty thin. To tell you the truth, I had the big debate all week, and I mentioned this in the newsletter. Uh, again, subscribe for free in the description uh, of this. Or you substack slash mayo media, and you can figure it out there too. But did I just want to continue with Spieth at the top, or did I want to add in Brooks? After Cuss said that Brooks couldn't win and would not win, and I'm like, man, I think Brooks can win. Brooks has a really good Open Championship track record. I ended up betting Brooks. So, Brooks Kepka, 18-1, to 1, Jordan Spieth, 22-1 to 1 are the two big bets of the week. Those are at the top, and because I did that, that means no Finau, no Patrick Reed, all the random losers that I bet that never win anyway. Can't take them this week, because I invested too much at the top, which means I have to drop all the way down. Brennan Grace is the next guy on my card. Um... Pretty chalky. Him and Spieth are super chalky picks this week. The books might get hurt if one of these two guys wins, but I have it 66 to 1 with the top 8 each way. Christian Bezadenhout, I bet it 90 to 1 with the top 8 each way. If people are unfamiliar with the each way bets, that is half the money goes towards the outright at 90 to 1, and then half the money goes towards the top 8 finish at 1 of those odds. Uh, the each way is different on every single site that you play on. Some sites don't have it, other sites will have it to 12 spots at 1 of the payout. Uh, most of the time, It's one-fourth the payout for a top five at majors. It's one-eighth, at least on the book that I primarily use uh, in my location, is you get the top eight on it for one-fifth the odds. So I like those. It's better than top ten bets, essentially, in my mind, because you get a bigger payout on it. The bombs, uh, the two futures that I had were Neiman with the top five each way. Uh, Martin at 125 to one, Keimer at 150 to one with the top eight each way, and then Mackenzie Hughes, uh, my my biggest rival, is going to be so upset. So I actually have money on him this time, uh, 350 to one with the top eight each way. If Strokes gain, Magic Beans is really where I want to be this week. I need some Mac Hughes in my life. You're like, oh no, he's going to make bogey. Oh no, he just made a 140 foot putt. That was a quadruple breaker for birdie. This is great. And that I won't be tilted the entire time. It's like the anti tilt tax. Just betting on Mackenzie hughes I, I just i can't take it's like let's get over to Mackenzie hughes who's chipping from 800 feet off the from the fescue oh it's in great perfect uh i actually do think around the green and on the greens is really going to help you a lot this week so he's a guy that i went to first round leader wagers victor perez de Frenchman, 100 to 1 these are all with the top five each way as well victor perez 100 to 1 aaron rye 100 to 1 i believe that's actually 125 to 1 i think i wrote that down wrong Ryan Keska the Fox, eh? 150 to 1. Mackenzie Hughes, 175 to 1. And the Swedish sensation, Marcus Kienholt. The conditions are down. I think he can go fire firing at some pins. 200-1 to one to be first-round leader, all at the top five each way. Mac Hughes, top Canadian, plus 285. Aaron Rye, top Englishman, 33-1. to one. A to-make-the-cut parlay. I'm going to include my other, like, super to-make-the-cut parlay in the newsletter later on this evening. It's really stupid, but let's have some fun with it. It was all just a bunch of guys who make the cut every year at the Open Championship, so hopefully that just pays itself forward but the little mini one i have is evr eric van Rooyen, kinholt fox and Johannes verman those four parlayed together plays pays 33 to 1 in a to make the cut parlay i am taking jordo spieth as my one and done jeff is taking dustin johnson as his one and done and cuss is taking guido <laughs> as his one and done because it's cuss and he cursed so remember the the ander curse this week applies to rory mcelroy adam scott and guido poor guido man i really wanted to bet guido and adam scott and i had to shy away after this i actually don't hate any of those selections this week and that's usually not what i'm thinking when it comes to... i'm shocked he didn't take young gun kevin streelman once again for like the 80th consecutive major he's someone no one's talking about this week i didn't even use and the more i think about like him and russell henley i was like they could be like all right here this course kind of fits their game just a little bit and streelman's been showing up in majors I'm gonna be kicking myself for not taking him. So the one I wanted to talk through is, I feel like I have one more spot on my card. It's not a lot of bets for me, at least. I mean, if I do hit, I want to win a lot of money this week, but I felt like I had someone from like 70 and up that I could go to from like 70 to one to hundred to one, add one more guy with an each way, hope to get lucky. If they finish inside the top eight, basically pays for my week kind of thing. And the guys that I haven't narrowed down to are Ian Poulter at 75 to one. And I was looking at him at 125 to one before last weekend and his odds just crashed. So, Wasn't too happy about that. Uh, Jason Day at 90 to one, the putting and chipping has returned for him the last two weeks, at albeit at like crappy tournaments. But that's what I want to see from Jason Day. Like, I, I hope to strike lucky with the driving or the irons. I need to know that the chipping and putting is going to be there. And if it is, I think he can kind of manage his way around this course. And if the score is going to be like minus five, minus six, minus seven, minus eight, plays hard. Then I think that Jason Day is super live in a tournament like this. Same as Poulter, mind you, in that. And then the other one was just Harris English at 70 to one. Feels all three of those guys feel better as like top 10 bets, but you know, I'm not in the business of top 10 bets. I want to lose my money when these guys don't win tournaments because that's just how I roll. English just sets up so well and we know how good he is around the greens, how good he is on the greens and he's just starting to look like he's the number one, number 12 player in the world. He's 70 to one. I know he's a popular bet this week. When we get to the DraftKings ownership, he's going to be uber popular as well, but I think it's justified. Basically everything that I'm getting from Grace, I'm getting from Harris English. He hasn't played in the Open Championship the last three times, but the two times before he made the cut in both. And he's a far superior player now than he was then. So those are the three that I'm narrowing it down to. Uh, I'd like to see your suggestions. I don't know if you guys are betting any of those guys. I know that Harris English is probably going to be the most popular one, but just something about Jason Day sticks out to me. It's more of a gut call more than anything it's just i think that his style as long as he doesn't have like vertigo walking down the fairway and hey vertigo swag if he has that david Duval has won a british open so all of a sudden we're good to go just feels like a time he's a crafty veteran now he has that like old man game a lot like Speeth. um not obviously not as good as Speeth t to green right now but we know how good he can be and he has some good open championship experience as well playing on a lot of these weird undulating greens and fairways and he does have that creativity that i think that can get the job done here and being an aussie all the Aussies and even South Africans are very live to me at a tournament like this versus some of like the U S open or the PGA championship. I know day has won the PGA championship, but I uh, just, you always see these types of guys at the very top, especially when the wind comes in, you know, the Aussies you know, fast, firm, windy courses. That's kind of their jam, so uh, that's why I could see myself playing some Aussies. And whether it's Cam Smith for you, or Adam Scott, or Leishman, or whoever it might be, I can see these guys having better weeks and maybe that their stats indicate, but... That's where I'm looking right now, so the newsletter will have the final thoughts on that. Let's talk about the weather. I threw the weather into the chat already, uh, so you can get that link. It's uh, windfinder.com if you want to type in Sandwich Bay or Sandwich Bay. Uh, You can find the one that I am using for this. There's a bunch of different sources, but I like using the actual weather towers. Oh, look at that. Uh, Tomorrow morning doesn't look as devastating anymore. Only gusts up to 26 miles per hour. As of right now, there does seem to be a little mini patch from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. local time there where it's only constant wind of 14 miles per hour and gusts up to 22. So that's as good as it's looking for Thursday. The rest of the week is just going to be super high wind gusts. Essentially, just expect 25 to 35 mile per hour wind gusts at all times and reverse engineer your way from there. I One thing I'm toying around with that I haven't actually put into practice yet, I'm going to make a few lineups this way, but I discuss this in my column on DK playbook was the micro T time you micro dose your tee times that way you don't get too fucked up right or you can really take advantage of a very small window so i separated all the players into 90 minute segments of where they're teeing off so it's not just an am pm stack it's like the am am stack the am pm stack and even like a middle in between the one that i liked the best was where is it where's poor spieth at did i forget to write spieth's name in here well, that would be... Oh, no, there it is. So here's the one that kind of stuck out to me. It's sort of like the the slightly late morning wave. It's Brooks, Neiman, Berger, Kinholt, Sam Burns, Lucas Herbert, Brendan Grace, Spieth, Bryson, and Hughes. I did use Bryson on DraftKings, that's just a blind shot in the dark. It wasn't a lot of Bryson on DraftKings. I didn't play him in like, any main lineups or anything like that, but I think in the... 20 that I play, or the 25 that I played in the Millie Maker in the $10. I'm not buying the $100. I'm not throwing my money away like that. Uh, I'll just throw a little bit of money away. I mean, all of my investment, where I'm a career loser doing this, is all kind of just a shovel my money away. But I played them in five of 25 lineups. No, four of 25 lineups, actually. So that's where I was looking. But that was sort of like the mini one that stuck out to me. There's another one just before that. It's like out Havland Palmer, Poulter, Brooks, Neiman, Berger, Kinholt. You can make some nice different combinations of lineups with that mini stack and you can go search that out for yourself i actually for whatever reason i i didn't try to do this so i'm really hoping that the a.m tomorrow morning is not going to absolutely fucking destroy my week but just a lot of the guys that i like this week are in that a.m draw versus the p.m uh because i was trying to cobble together i had like a big list from the a.m of the guys that i like the guys from the p.m that i like are like day verman finau fox xander scrivener phil hatton reed mcintyre jt most of those guys didn't make my main build but i did go out of my way to play a pm only stack and that was sort of like a micro stack from the back end of that too so it's just an idea that i'm toying around with i don't know if it's like it would only really apply at this tournament in particular where you can catch dead patches and we've seen that happen in the past it's probably a galaxy brain overthink move but you know, if I'm going to lose anyway, well, I at least want to have some rhyme or reason to why I am losing coming down to it. DraftKings ownership for the week. Uh, I think you've heard the same people talk about the same people, the different people talk about the same people all week. Brooks, Spieth, Rom, Reed, Xander, Cantley, Those are going to be your big ones. From the sevens, you're looking at Burger, you're looking at English, you're looking at Grace. Those are going to be the guys who are up there as well. Uh, I don't, can't really figure out what's happening with Sam Burns because it just when we did the show last Friday and the pricing came out, it's like, well, how could you not use Sam Burns? He's sixty three hundred dollars. He's like twelve hundred dollars under price. He's way better than everyone around him. But I don't know if a lot of people are actually going to him, which I found kind of striking. I I think that there's a good chance that he's like eight percent owned, honestly. And I thought it was going to be like thirty five percent, and it's re. I think at that point he is now most definitely a play and I have him in my lineups at the moment. I think that that's just a really, just a really good ownership on a guy who's underpriced. Normally I was expecting it to be 20. I think everyone sort of talked themselves off of, Oh, I don't want to use the chalky $6,300 guy. And there's a, I think that there's a massive difference between a chalk 8% guy and a chalk 24% guy, which I think a lot of us were expecting that is just not coming to fruition Right now, so other guys from down who are drawing some ownership inside the double digits. Let's see here. Matthew Fitzpatrick should be relatively high owned. Hatton and Thomas, I think, are getting a bit of love along with Louie from the high end. Uh, Paul Casey, always kind of popular. Shane Lowry at 7900 I think you're going to see a lot of people go to. Same with Abraham Answer, but that's really it. I can tell you right now, uh, fantasynational.com, slash mail for that 20% off to see what users are doing. We're up to 20,000 generated lineups so far. uh, And by this evening, uh, right before lock, I'm guessing that goes up to like 50,000. So if you want to check back at like 11 p.m. Eastern time, lock is at 1.35 a.m. Eastern time, by the way, just in case you didn't know, uh, that you'll get a really good sense of what's going on so who are some of the outlier names up here that are kind of surprising me like this has English over burger at the moment and the way that people are actually playing this who else Bobby Mack around like nine percent Poulter Ricky around nine percent DJ is sneaking up to around nine percent and this won't necessarily be indicative this is just what the users are up to at the moment Lucas Herbert seven percent Guido seven percent Uh, So those are kind of the guys that are down. The stat model is still telling everyone to play Keegan. So he's going to be like 6%. Henley should be up there. The one that I talked myself off of throughout the course of the week, uh, because I ended up playing Justin Rose instead of Lee Westwood. I just saw the odds kind of crater for him. It doesn't seem like anyone's actually using him. So now I'm like, do I talk myself back into him at this point? Because i I kind of want I kind of want to have a rooting interest in Lee. I'm I'm like personally rooting for Lee to do really well this week. And having no financial gain on him winning is just like, ugh. but I know the moment he gets into contention, Cuss is going to be all over him. So that's not going to be great news for anyone. All right i think that's it in terms of the dk ownership we want to talk about guys from the bottom so i can answer some of your questions right now that i did use in my mega build for the 150 lineups Uh, in the six thousand dollar range i used a mix of bland rye sounds like a terrible drink unless you love bland ryes herbert hughes fox kinholt hermitage scrivener scriver me timbers burns and Johannes Verman. Uh, was the other one that I used down there. Initially, I wasn't going to use Burns, but then I saw that ownership and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's roll some Sammy Burns and wait for him to pull his classic 6680 or 8066, whatever method that he wants to go into. Also, a special shout out I got an email this morning from uh, my guys over at prizepicks.com. If you use code, I mean, I threw the link down in the description, or if you use code M- MNN, Mayo Media Network, you'll get a match deposit up to 100 bucks over there. They had this really stupid rule in place where you had to take an over and and an under as a part of what you were doing over at prizepicks.com. Uh, but now you don't. Now you can just pick overs or unders. It really doesn't matter anymore. There's yeah, there's no more, like, restrictions on it. And the cool thing that I just wanted to make mention of is that it's not, like, fantasy point scored or anything like that. It's finishing positions for the tournament. So, like, over, under, 30 point. 32 and a half place. So you think a guy comes at 29th? You want to go under that number. So I thought it was just a really cool way to play the prop market, uh, to be tell you the God's honest truth. So if you use code M- MNN, uh, I'll probably put my lineup into the newsletter later on. I just wanted to let everyone know that that rule has changed over there right now. They're a partner of Mayo Media Network, so I wanted to give them a special shout out. And you can find that link down there. Use our link, by the way. Tell them we sent you, and that will only be, be good news for all of us, okay? Thank you for doing that. <music> guess who's back it's magic spoon because growing up cereal was one of my favorite parts of being a kid but i had to give it up because i realized it was full of sugar that junk you probably shouldn't eat especially when you're mean you're getting older now and getting that flat tire around your gut so you know the sugar's not working out too well for me now magic spoon has zero grams of sugar 13 to 14 grams of protein and only 4 net grams of carbs in each serving. It's only 140 calories a serving as well. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO free. You can build your own box or get a variety pack with available flavors of coca, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon. I keep telling you every time I'm telling you about Magic Spoon is just order fruity. Fruity is so delicious. Even people telling me on Twitter, at the PME by the way, you know Pat, I got some magic spoon. I got fruity. You were right. It's excellent. And I'm not lying to you, it is tremendous. Highly recommend. The Fruity Magic Spoon. So, go to magicspoon.com slash mayo to grab a delicious cereal and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code mayo, that's M-A-Y-O, at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash mayo and use the code MAYO to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Let's get to the live chat, all right? Let's see what you guys got brewing over here. Stupid questions? I hope they're redacted already. Oh, you're gone. Banned for life. I should probably say that the viewer cues are starting now. Viewer cues starting now put that out on the twitter box and we shall be good to go and i'll schedule one for another 24 minutes you can see the insight that i have here viewer quish viewer cues still going all caps lots of g's gong is what it looks like and we'll schedule that out all right let's do this right now Who do you see having the best wind splits at the current moment? Vari just kind of went over that. There doesn't seem to be a discernible difference to me at the moment. But you guys keep keep on keeping track of that. How is Reed in the wind? I mean, this is why you have FantasyNational.com. I can't give away all the secrets over here, but I'll sort by past, let's say, 12 rounds. And we'll put on Windy AF as our filter. You can even use moderate and windy AF because that's what, probably what it's going to be. I'm going to click both filters and I can tell you how Patrick Reed is doing over the past 12 rounds in terms of T degree. Well, actually, let's go strokes gain total. Reed is ninth of all players in this field in moderate wind and super gusty wind. That's over 17 miles per an hour. If you're looking, the top 10 players in these filters over the last 10 rounds answer, Cantley, Morikawa, Cochrack, Brooks, English, Scheffler, Rom, Reed, and Lowry are your top 10 over the past 12 rounds. Strokes gained total in moderate wind and windy AF. Circumstances. Supposedly, Berger is a good wind player, but he's played terrible at Kiowa. Reason why he's priced low? That's not the reason why he's priced low. It's just a mispricing. (laughs) Burmeester or Vermin, or both traps? I mean, to be traps, people would actually have to be using these guys, which they are not. Uh, I prefer Vermin. He is just coming in much better form from the Irish and the Scottish palmer or hoffman i like palmer why is brian harman spelled incorrectly so cheap because he's brian harman he's not that great i mean he is slightly underpriced but he's nowhere near the most egregious underpriced paul this one's for you who's your favorite play this week
1: i was gonna say scotty scheffler but then when you said that daniel berger is going to be less owned than harris
0: english i mean it's daniel berger so it's burger or Scotty Shea. So it was, if people can't hear and that. And like
1: play Burns too, 6,300. Everyone was like, oh, he's going to be so chalky. Oh, you can't do that Oh, ownership. It's just like, well, if he's under 10%, I'm just like, I'm not playing 150, but I mean, play a 6,300. Like it allows you to get like two studs up top.
0: Are you talking into your microphone or are you just yelling at me?
1: I'm uh, yelling into the microphone, but the microphone's low. It looks like my levels are Okay. And I'm trying to speak loud enough so you can hear me through the door. I, I think like I've it. I have got thank, a nice system going here.
0: Hopefully, by two weeks' time, we have this entire situation solved with a new studio. Why is everyone talking about Random Euro? Everyone is talking about Random Euro. Who would be your favorite of the bunch? Um... I mean, Bezadenhout's not random. He is my favorite of the bunch. Probably Bland. I just, no one, just just everyone thinks that the 48-year-old is just gonna kind of go away, but he's playing such good golf that I, I can't really do it. Higher ownership, Herbert or Burns, it's gonna be Burns. This guy is answering people's questions in the chat. Banned for life. See you later, pal. Thanks for all the great content. Each way betting question for you. Which would you prefer? First seven places each way at a book with DHR. I don't know what that means. Or first five places at a book that pays ties all in full. Same odds on the each way. I'd probably still, uh, on seven places, I'd probably take all the ties in full. Because as anyone who's been in each way better over the years, uh, oh, dead heat rule is what DHR is. Um, yeah, I would well, would not, I'd want no no dead heat supply on this one. I'd want all ties paid out in full. Uh, I, I think that is worth losing the two spots, to be perfectly honest with you. Grace, English, or Bezadenhout? Let's go with Grace. In the betting market, does it make sense to have some bullets for live bets in this tourney? We can catch the books napping at like 4 a.m. Eastern? Yes, I, th- I think that it does. I mean, you're not going to catch, I mean, it's 4 a.m. Eastern your time. Uh, any of the British books or international books, it will not be that same time. Funny how time zones work like that. But no, I, I agree with that sentiment. Uh, you could probably definitely catch Canadian Canadian and American books napping a little bit around that time. Please rank these players. Read Cantley Scott. That's the order I'd have them in. Read cantley scott great content as always thank you michael one of your shows put me on a lewis westwood Poulter build and i'm adding Haddon. who would you i don't know how i'm like i'm playing one of those guys but okay uh who would be your last two in for 17k so what is that eight finau and reed if you can fit them because those are the two guys in the eights that i like all right keegan homa or gooch none of them all right, that was easy for GPPs. Could you rank Lowry, Fitz, Smith, and Day? Day, Lowry, Fitz, Smith. Oh, this is a terrible question. It just says Rory? Question mark. Banned for life. Your fucking terrible question. Nine players, seventy-five K budget home game with about fifty buddies. What's your best strategy? Must have five make the cut. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I'm not here to pick your fucking pool for you. Just pick good players. Cause there's, I don't know what the salaries are on any of these guys. Find like the four cheap guys and then pack in the five guys from the very top and you're good to go. Awesome content. Thank you, Carson. I'm in the middle of the pack and the one and done and need to make a splash. Who would be your flyer pick that won't have a ton of ownership? Probably Bezadenhout, Grace, like one of those guys. I know that they're popular on DraftKings, but in one and done, I doubt that they will be. Uh, Perez or Guido? Perez for me. Jeff Feinberg says, smash the like button. You should just smash the like button for Jeff's hair on Monday's show. Big winner of that show was Jeff's hair. People said it looked like he combed it with a balloon. So I think you should keep that going forward. Fitzpatrick or Burns? I, I, I don't quite understand the question. Like, one guy is 8,000, the other guy is almost 6,000. Like, objectively, Fitzpatrick's a way better player. There's a reason he's like 30 to 1 doing this event. So Fitzpatrick, I guess, if all things being equal. Appreciate all your content all week. Thank you, Justin. Big question. Did you take the plunge on Sergio? In the 150 max build, I did. In my main lineups, I just could I, I don't want to go down that way. If he beats me, he beats me. But I've been on the Sergio train way too many times. I'm just like, if I just didn't play Sergio, I would have had a really good week. And I feel like I say that more often than not. Uh, His ownership is going to be pretty well, though. Are you targeting a specific weather draw? I'm not targeting a specific weather draw. Um, but I did play both sides, both sides in it over here, uh, just because I don't think it's going to be, like, let me refresh the page to see how much the weather has changed in the past 30 minutes of me talking. Uh, so now it's a bit gustier in the morning, a bit down in the afternoon, so the PM wave is looking a little bit better at the moment, but when you check back in six hours, that could be completely flipped. So, like I said, just prepare for a constant struggle. Stacking a tea time is a smart move, I think. At least I hope it is, because I've been doing that, but just, I don't know which side to stack, so I just stack. Both of them. Are you targeting a specific weather draw? No, I did that one. You you see the PM AM wave gaining a little steam and decreasing ownership of the AM PM. Potentially, it all depends on how many. Like you have to remember that if you're tuning into this chat, you're in like the upper three percent of people like thinking about their DraftKings lineups, where this is a millionaire maker and there's a like a lot of public money on DraftKings that don't normally play golf. They're not considering this whatsoever. So. The 150 max people, they will be considering that, but they'll end up probably playing both sides of it because they're just playing so many lineups. That's the reason to do it, honestly, and put yourself into a great position to get lucky. But I wouldn't overthink it. Like, don't get yourself talked off plays unless a very clear window opens up. And one of the, the hardest part about it would be like you can look and see the p.m. a.m. like if the p.m. on thursday is all of a sudden looking a little bit down but even by lock time like i would really only consider what's going on with the a.m. because five hours later on that course the p.m. forecast that you looked at just might not be right whatsoever it could be even worse now you can take that gamble and then it's going to be okay but the only thing that we can really see is what is right in front of us what is the course going to play for like the two hours after it starts that's about as good as we can go on for the weather here How many 1 a.m. heaters will you be ripping? Uh, Not many. I I don't like to smoke overnight, to tell you the truth. And I got my new Lucy products. Uh, They sponsored the show, sent me some anti-smoking stuff. So got to get on that sooner rather than later. Uh, No more weather questions, by the way. If I see a weather question, it's been answered at this point. The only thing better than a cigarette is a cigarette lit with a $100 bill. Krusty the Clown. Krusty knows. Thoughts on Herman? Eh, not using him. Pat, great content this week. Thank you, Jeff. Love the player-by-player with Rick and the the play-the-best-plays lineup when I am up late tonight. How much difference in wind speed between AM and PM would justify a wave stack? I would look at the top-end gusts before I looked at constant for one thing and take the difference between the gusts and the times because that can really throw people off. Like, if I'm seeing, for example like 13 mile per hour winds at 1 p.m. Eastern, or 1 p.m. local time over there, but gusts are up to 25. Like, that's a, geez, tw- that's a 12 mile per hour difference, like just at random times. That can really screw a lot of people up. Like if everything remains consistent, then at least people can adjust for it on a consistent basis. And that might be, for, as being professionals, that they can do that a lot easier, if you know what I mean. So I, it, there would have to be a pretty discernible gap between them for me to look at it. Man, woo! Lee, interest? Low ball flight coming off the W? Eh, I, I think he kind of peaked last week. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, favorite leverage play in a single-entry contest? Finau is probably my favorite one. Just, you know, in single entries, he's going to be like 5% owned, and he just has a great open track record. Him and Day. And I hope that they don't continue to be terrible, because then obviously your lineups are going to be terrible. But if I'm going to use a lot of chalk, which I'm doing with Spieth and Brooks as my two main guys from up top, just like... A quarter of the field got to find a way to get tricky somewhere i think that's going to be the way that i do it because lynx courses play so different around the green are you looking at strokes gained around this week or making your own magic bean stats i did look at around the green i think that it is somewhat translatable i also looked at the euro tour stats for around the green although unlike on fantasy national and this is one of the big keys to fantasy national is that you can't isolate by courses over there. So like I don't really give a shit what Higo did in the Canary Islands around the green if I'm looking for like Lynx C style courses. So it didn't allow me to do that. I mean, a lot of it's just fool's gold anyway. I think that sometimes you have to go with your gut on this. You have to go seeing the players play on links and you guys that you know can manage around this course and do it really well. Even on approach shots, you have to think that same way. Cause if the conditions are bad, like I mean, that's the one thing that worries me about Day a little bit because his ball flight is so high is he just going to lose it in the wind. Well, he is not his irons well anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, he's going to be scrambling, and I know he can scramble around Linksy-style courses and play somewhat of a Magic Beans game, so it's probably like more than my own Magic Beans gut stat this week for Around the Green guys. Always fun. What percent ownership would you get off of Burger and English? If they got up over 20, which I don't think that they're going to do, is getting... 65% McElroy in all my lineups, too much. I mean, if you think he's gonna win, you should play him in hundred percent of your lineups. He is cuss pick though. Please talk me out of the 35 to one on Bryson. I hit the twenty eight to one on Wingfoot just because of the number and had and this is such a similar feeling. I listen, I can't talk you out of that. It's a good bet. Even if he's dead last, I think it's a good bet Um, because you shouldn't see a number that low on a player to the quality of Bryson. And we don't know. Bryson might actually have this solved. That's always the really tricky conundrum with Bryson is that he's not great at adjusting on the fly. But if he comes in with the right game plan and he sticks to the right game plan, all of a sudden Bryson's going to be pretty good and he's going to start lapping the field. So I think that those are worthy That's a worthy number on Bryson. You're not going to get a better number at any tournament all year long, uh, probably in the next five years on Bryson than that. I don't personally love him here, but I'm wrong all the time, and I just don't know. I did play him on DraftKings. That's sort of my personal hedge on him, but I'm not going to hit that number. I took Brooks at half the number, and it's funny because I actually made a bet with someone earlier last week where i bet that bryson would win more majors than brooks over the next five years and this one i actually like brooks i think the open championship is just always going to play to a brooks style game versus a bryson style game uh but i think that bryson's upside is going to be a little bit higher if he comes in with the right mo thomas or Speeth? Speeth. biz 90 to 1 thumbs up let's do it thoughts on jt couldn't get there. If you do play a PM stack, uh, he's actually not bad. He kind of fits into that for me because I needed actually to actually expensive guys to play from that stack. But that would really be it for me. I'm just kind of out on J- JT here uh, versus the other guys around him. Like if it was JT versus Sam Burns. You know what? I'd take Justin Thomas. That's just me though. I don't know what you guys are thinking. But really the question came down to Spieth or JT and I took Speeth. Thanks Pat for all the content this week. Thank you, Richard. I've asked before and have spoken. On limiting your player pool, so I was curious, have you ever had your full player pool make the cut? It happens, like, once a year, um, and that will be very rare to do at a tournament like this. It's usually, like, at an alternate event at the same time where guys are just wildly mispriced, Uh, but no, it does not happen very often. Thank you, Pat. Spieth, Brooks, Xander, which two do you like the best? Spieth, and Brooks, then Xander. I played all three. Those three are my core at the very top, if you need to know. Bryson will get hammered if he misses fairways and a strong chance of missing the cut. Well, thank you for your fucking insight. That's not a question you're banned for life. Favorite play below $7,000. Probably Bland or Hughes. In a group pick, Hoffman, Tringali, or EVR? Go with EVR. Pat, my guy, looking good, sir. Hitting the gym, love the show. Need to know, Reed or Finau is last man in. There I would actually take Reed. Will Bryson win by more than five shots? Unlikely. Lots of guys you seem to like, are AM, PM guys, will you reduce ownership on them dramatically if the weather looks bad Thursday? I think the weather's going to be bad all week, so I don't really care. I'm just going to package them together, like I said, and play both sides of the draw. Hey, Pat, what course in the open rotation is most similar to Royal St. George's? I actually don't have a good answer for that. In my mind, Carnoustie, maybe Litham would probably be the two that I would look at, but it's not Portrush and it's not St. Andrews. Put it that way. It's not those two. Uh, those two look very dissimilar from these ones. Uh, which of the Grizzly Vets are the best to pick as a top ten? Sink, Westwood, or someone else? I'd probably take Poulter or Westwood. Bland or Rye, peak your interest? am using both of them so yeah great hire with kenny and tambo kenny's a funny dude does DraftKings sportsbook have dead heat rules on the top 5 10 and 20 market i believe every american book has dead heat rules so that mean if people don't know what i'm talking about like let's say your guy comes t5 and you have a top five bet on him and he is 20 to 1 but four guys tie for fifth so if you bet we're just using theoretical numbers here. So a 20 to one on a top five, four guys tie for fifth. You'll actually only get paid out five to one on that top five because your number gets chopped by the number of people tied for that spot. And the same rule applies if you have a top five bet on a guy that comes tied for fourth, but there's four guys tied for fourth. So you use up spots four and spots five, and there's two more guys. So you would get paid 50% of your bet on them. That's what dead heat rules mean, by the way. DJ or Bryson for a pivot up top. I had this very same conundrum because I wanted to find a pivot at the top in some lineups. I went with Bryson over DJ. Hatton, Hovland, or Morikawa? Hovland. Pat, Phil seems to fit the bill for what you're looking for this week. Good from 100 yards, Magic Bean, short game. Do you think he'll have some exposure? Yeah, he's in my main lineup. Not my like main like high-entry, single-entry lineups, but my main build of 25 for the Millionaire Maker. I have, like, Twenty percent Phil, because I, I see the same thing too. Like when I talked through the type of player that I really wanted this week, uh, that was Phil, and I was like, "Huh, ah, weird." Didn't come into the week thinking I would play Phil, but here we are. Could you, if you could, remove one course from the Open Rota? What would it be? These are not, there's not the time for these questions. What's wrong with you? I don't care. Just play it. I, I don't care where they play anything. Just play it at a course, and I can bet on it and do research on it. That's all I care about. Will you be making a full Strokes Gain Magic Beans lineup? I already did. I made a few of them, actually. Pick two of Burger English, or Grace. English and Grace. If you want to pivot away from the ownership of Burger and or English, would you prefer Bobby Mack or Higo? I would go with Bobby Mack this week. Seems like no one is on web this week. Feelings on him? I'm not on him, too, but that's fine. Um, you know, he's a decent pivot play. It was between him and Finau for me, and I decided on Finau. How does Ian Poulter not finish in the top 20? That's a very tricky way of looking at betting odds. I mean, I will bet you that he doesn't. That's a, that's a bet I would be willing to take, that he doesn't finish. I hope he does because I'm using him. And I, I might even bet him to win. But well, one, no. let's see. The Open, miscut, miscut, 14th, miscut, miscut. So it's happened once in the past five years. That, that's not good for your top 20 bet. But now I, I do like Poulter, but t- to think about betting that way is stupid any thoughts on Kinholt? i mean i bet him and i'm using him but no i don't like him though thanks for playing uh hey pat when building your betting card what kind of percent return are you looking for it always see you always seem to bet too many guys and end up with like i always seem to bet too many guys and with like a 4x if i hit a winner that's not great i'm in like the i mean sometimes listen i don't have the best discipline in the world and sometimes it does come down to like 4X, 5X. Realistically, what I'm shooting for is like 5 to 10X. And that's what I'm thinking about with outrights. I do play the top 20 in the first round leaders a little differently. Those are smaller wagers for me, but they are a lot of like money back type money that I'm looking for if one of those ends up hitting. But if I can get between like 5 and 7X my money on a week, or even 4 to 7X, let's say, I I think that you're having a pretty good week. And, you know, sometimes I don't stagger everything properly. Like if Mac Hughes wins this week and Spieth doesn't, like I'm going to make a lot of money rather than Spieth winning and not Matt Hughes winning. I'll make some good money if Spieth or Brooks wins, but if one of my 500 to one guys wins, you know, it's, I don't factor it up the same. I'll I'll throw like 10 bucks on those guys to win kind of thing and be like, oh, okay, here we go. I'll win like 6,200 bucks if, if they win and cash the each way on it where it's not the same. But I, I think that I should have better discipline on it, but just, you know, who has time for that? I just want to bet on things. You know what I mean? Hey, Pat, with the weather playing out as it is, do you think wearing two gloves has a chance? Well, Tommy Ganey's not playing, so that's not great. Who's your pick out of Scheffler, English, and Cantlay? I mean, objectively, my pick would be Cantlay, but uh, English is the only one that I'm using of that. Who has higher ownership, ROM or Ernie Els? That's a stupid question. You're banned for life. 10 entries, 10, 100 entries, or 110 entries? I mean, that all depends on you. I mean, you're probably dealing with better probability on in the $100 ones in terms of the Millionaire Maker, because there's far fewer people. The move would actually be to play 10, 100 entries in that smaller $10, not quite Millionaire Maker that came out. That would actually give you your best chance of winning in that sort of thing if you wanted to play it. Oh, this guy is asking stupid questions. He's banned for life. Uh, what ownership are you going to be under Under or fade English and burger? I'm playing English. I'm not playing burger. So <laughs> their ownerships are now irrelevant to me. I'm, I'm going to be overweight on English. I'm going to be completely out on burger. That's just a choice that I had to make. Bobby Mack or Grace for a GPP. I still like Grace more. Jason Bartleby, the Scrivener. $6,300. Fire him up. I like that one. I mean, that, that's, that Bartleby, the Scribter, is one that I've used a bunch of times. The Tour Junkie guy said the head pro at Royal St. George said that Armitage and Fitzpatrick were the guys who had spent the most amount of time around a golf course leading up to the week prepping. Okay. Sounds like that's something you should talk to David and Pat about, not Pat Mayo, because I don't really care. I mean, I go to a course all the time and play. Doesn't help me. And does, I mean, Fitzpatrick, maybe, like an elite player, but like Brooks is like, oh, I played nine holes, barely ever seen the thing. I'm still going to take fucking Brooks, all right? Top lefty, Bobby Mack, and uh, yeah, I can see. I don't know, actually, what the odds are on that. Phil would actually be my, my consideration as top lefty. I think if you want to hit Phil, maybe I'll add that to the cheat sheet. I didn't even think about that. But that's a way to get some Phil exposure. Let's try to find top golfer by category. Top lefty, see how we're doing here. Top left-handed player. Like, Bobby Mack's the favorite at 2-1. to one. Phil's 3-1. to one. That's not terrible. I might even throw some first round if we're up early. I might have to bet on some of the first groups out and just have something to sweat as we're going on, too. I actually found a few of those that I like, so maybe I'll put those out. Uh, this guy's asking stupid questions. He's also banned for life. Man, it feels good to be back. Football season's coming. i got to warm up the band finger. Remember to subscribe to Mayo Media Network, by the way, since you're here. I play in a one-and-done, and we are trying to win segment for earn points on money. Well, that's a very well-constructed sentence, pal. We get two picks for majors going with Brooksy. I don't know if that's Bryson or Brooks, if we're calling him Brooksy. Not sure on the other who do you like between English, Grace, and Noren. I like Grace the best. More ownership leaving early. I, I've already been over the ownership in the in, in, pertaining to the win. You can go rewind. Do you think that the Brooks, Spieth, or Rom Hovland will be more contrarian? Probably Rom Hovland. Has Cust ever hit a winner? Yes, he hit Rory McElroy three years ago at a WGC. I think it was WGC. No, he hit Dustin at WGC Mexico three and a half years ago. And that is when he started calling himself the big game hunter. He doesn't have a winner since. Any love for Rosner? Nah, I'd rather take Roz from Frazier rather than Rosner. Pat loved the show. Embarrassed to ask, but what are the magic beans? The magic beans are just what we call Spieth when he just randomly starts making every 38-foot putt. Mac Hughes also has the same thing. Let's cut to Mac Hughes, 91 feet for birdie. Oh, it's in. Just fucking magic beans. Like, you think they're going to miss the cut, and all of a sudden they're chipping in from somewhere, making an outrageous putt that no one uh, else can make. Those are the magic beans that you're looking for in an open championship. Doesn't answers around the green game scare you? It does, but I don't know why you're asking a guy who's not playing answer. I don't know why that would scare me. That actually makes me encourage because I'm not playing him. Pick one, Grace or Fowler? Grace. If everyone in the field, aside from Gonzalo Fernandez Casano, caught COVID and had to withdraw, would he win the open? Like, these are the kind of questions that, by asking, you get banned for life. So, see ya. Hey, Pat, thanks for all the free content this week. Shout out my guy, Bo Ban. We'll go with that. Really, really, really going cold on ROM as the week goes on. Putting the Scottish was really strange. What are your thoughts? He's just hard to bet at his price. I am using him on DraftKings, though. I do think that he sets up great. He has a lot of great links experience, and guys have shitty putting runs. It happens all the time, even to the best putters. I wouldn't really be too worried about it. Planning on riding the reverse curse as usual. Do you prefer Brooks, Spieth, and four Brits, or Brooks and five Brits? Let's go Brooks, Spieth, and, five, and four Brits and see how it goes. Any opinion on Matt Jones as a low owned sleeper under 7k? Listen, you got... I have no real opinion on him. He's he scrambles well, plays hard course as well, plays well in the wind. I think that stuff kind of checks out, but it feels like he peaked earlier this year and he's kind of on the downswing, but I'm wrong all the time. Hey, Pat, are you more willing to take more risky picks this week due to volatility of the course and conditions? I mean, I feel like I take really stupid and risky picks all the time, part of the reason that I lose so much, but yes, I would actually agree with that statement. At what ownership do you get scared off English and Burger? You've asked the same question twice now. You banned for life. Is Joel Damon sneaky good play? Plays well on these coastal courses. Keep keep the ball low? I can see it. Um, it's not for me, but I can see it. JT or Louie in a single entry? JT. What's the difference between fantasy points? Oh, the chat skipped on me. FAN FPPG and average on DK. I couldn't tell you because I never look at that stuff because I'm using fantasynational.com that's where I prefer to get my info from but I can go take a look at this for you see if I can decipher this fantasynational.com slash mayo for 20% off you get the weekly one to Build Your lineups and do your research this evening it'll be 8 bucks and you'll get next week too for the 3M I like the 3M the 3M's a remind me 3M and Honda crossover or API, API, I think. API, Honda, like those Florida courses, although it's in a different part of the country, tons of fucking water around TPT, TPC Twin Cities. I was walking around there and being like, huh. And I remember Michael Thompson has now won them both too. And I was like, I should have made that corollary when I talked about this last week. Let's see. Um, average... I don't know what the difference is between that to tell you the truth. Uh, Does it have it in here? Fantasy points per game, last event, events one. If we look at the game log. Yeah, I don't know if the average, well, it's giving me an average. Oh, that's average score is what that is. It's fantasy points per game. So that's your DraftKings points per event. And that's the average score per round that the player has. So that would be it for the season. Uh, like their actual physical score so 69.4 is what rom is averaging that's a fucking great year by the way who's who else is the best in that if i sort by that oh kinoshita while well, longer is out guido rom zalatoris higo horsefield webb simpson Burger, bland burmeester all guys in the uh in the 68 69 range all right very nice Thoughts on Kokrak? Pass. Heard very little talk on Neiman this week. Wonder your thoughts. Thanks for the great content. I mean, I bet him to win on that theory at the very beginning of the year. I've soured on him a little bit because the around the green has been so bad. But I think that he plays hard courses really well. I like, I do like Neiman this week. Uh, talk me out of playing Stewart Sink. I mean, there's other olds that you can play from down there. Sink's fine. I, I just went in a different direction, but I can't really talk you off of playing him. Mean, he's probably not going to win. There's one. <laughs> Hey, Pat, I need to pass 100 people to cash in your one-and-done contest thinking Scotty Scheffler because Brooks might be too high. Thoughts? I can get behind that. Give us a long shot winner besides the one I gave out at the beginning. Hit the fucking rewind button, pal. Okay? Thanks. Finau, Simpson, or Scheffler? Finau. Thoughts on cheap AF, Dean Burmista Mista Lady. Uh, As I mentioned, Johannes Vermin is the way that I'm going at $6,100. Shots Gain, Magic Beans, gotta go Mickelson in the price range. Yep, top Englishman pick. I already gave that out. It's Aaron Rye. Can the X-Man finally break through at a major? What's his ownership look like? I mean, he most definitely can. He probably won't because he's Xander Shoffley, but his ownership's going to be right around 20%, like it is to every single major, and he'll probably come third. So that's the way to look at it. Uh, That prize picks one that I talked about, that's where you want to deploy Xander Shoffley. I think his prize picks over under finishing positions, like eight and a half or something like that. Take the under, make that one of your pick. Link in the description, by the way, if you want to go check that out. And if you put in a hundred bucks, they'll give you a hundred dollars as well that you can play. And there's some nice multiple if you enjoy the prop game it's actually really fun to do uh, especially now that you don't have to take the over and take the under so uh yeah like i said link in the description if you want to check that right now pat love your content also your golf swing is solid that's uh thank you ricky that is something new I actually just came from another golf lesson i've had the same shitty chop chopping wood swing basically a baseball swing for the last 20 years or so, and I decided this year, I met up with one of the pros of the courses that I'm around. I was like, can you just fix my swing for me? Because it's so terrible, and it's progressively getting a little bit better. It's getting a bit more handsy. Like, I have good form, but just putting everything all together, it's a work in progress. I went out and I played and stuck to the new swing on the weekend. I lost nine balls off the tee, uh, so the driver's not working at all. I might just switch back to the way I was hitting my driver before, but the irons are really coming along. The swing is more fluid. I can work the ball right to left a little bit better now which is much better than my normal slice to the right that's really what I wanted to get rid of was the awful slice that I had so you know I've taken a few more I'm gonna go out and play I'm playing the best course in Canada Um, next weekend with Cust and two of my other friends. And then the sixth best course in Canada, Cabot Links and Cabot Cliffs. It's going to be quite a time. So I just really wanted to rework my swing before I got there. So I didn't feel like an absolute bag of shit slicing the ball into the ocean. But that's going to be a really fun time. So maybe we'll we'll stream some stuff from there. But thank you. Um, I'm working on it. And that's really all I can do at this point. If ownership doesn't matter, Fitz and Grace or Reed and Burns, I like Fitz and Grace. If you're fading Sam Burns, is there someone to pivot off to 64 62? That would be a good pivot. Vermans and Scrivener would be my two choices. Thank you for all the content, Pat. Sorry if I missed it, but what site location are you using for the weather? I threw it into the top of the chat. That's going to be in the newsletter. Uh, also, if you need to a quick refresher link, please subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, it really does help uh, Help me out. It helps us out with bringing you, like, one of the reasons that we are able to get fantasy golf degenerates to join mayo media is because we've been building up this newsletter uh and when you talk to advertisers about things places like DraftKings, who came on as the sponsor of that show and be like hey we have this email list with all these people on it we can tell people about promotions and stuff like that so it really does help us out to juice up those numbers free to join it's in the description and i promise not to overwhelm your inboxes i do like twice a week during major season probably once a week during football season maybe twice a week but oh yeah and again if you're wondering about football Obviously, the top 150 show is out already, plus the rankings with Jake seal You can find that in the description. But if you want to do your own research, do your own research, just like people on message boards say about controversial topics. Uh, runthesims.com uh, is free right now to the end of July. It's a complete stats and tool site very much like Fantasy National is for golf. runthesims.com will be for for football season, so just go log in, uh, make an account and it's free to use to the end of July so you can see if you like it or not. Uh help support us out on the show with that. Any shout out last week on the, Hey Pat, thanks for the shout out last week on The Glove. That's from Kyle Creelman. Congratulations on your 45 to 1 and 55 to 1 hits on Lucas Glover. I wish I had gone through it. Any love for Palmer this week as a 6k play guy? Yes he made my 150 bill but not the rest of them. Scheffler a rook but his game fits so well. What's his ownership? He'd just be faded at this point with so many strong pivot options. He's not that popular is the thing with Scotty Scheffler this week. He's like moderately popular. He'll be like between 12 and 15%. I went with Fino in his spot and hoping to get half the ownership, but probably 66% of the ownership because everyone's just off of Fino. finally. So now it's time for Pat to jump on the bandwagon of Fino. Don't forget to smash that like button. That's right, Matt. You are correct. Smash the like button and subscribe to Mayo Media Network. We just passed 25,000 subs on the channel in less than a year. So thank you all for everyone that tunes in, helps support the show, does things like hitting the like. Like, just by hitting the like, leaving a comment, and subscribing to the network, that, like, tunes the algorithm that allows people to discover mayo media network in a way that they wouldn't before as it starts popping up more in searches our key terms get a little bit stronger so without your support we couldn't be doing this whatsoever and i really do appreciate it because i know like you know the promos, like the two minutes off the top i mean we're we're trying to make this an independent sustainable business so it's not just pat going broke paying stuff out of pocket and with your guys's help you know we're breaking even so that's great news right and we're not losing money anymore and it's all thanks to people like you out there there, who are helping support the show and sharing the show, uh, re- leaving the ratings and review on the podcast. All that stuff helps out so much more than you guys know. Uh, so I really do appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks to Matt for reminding me. The Fantasy National Simulator loves Aaron Rye. Are you playing him? I am. I also bet him as Low Englishman at 33 to 1. Why is Zalatoris playing in the open when he can go beat some scrubs in the Barbasol and make the FedEx Cup playoffs? I think he knows he's eventually going to get there. And. Probably wants to win a major. <laughs> uh, what do you have against Herman every week? I don't like him. Easy. Guido's going to win the Open. Lock it up. Yeah, he's won a cuss pick, so have fun with that. Hey, Pat, you focusing more on Euro guys in your lineup? Four of six Euro guys in each lineup or something like that? And make more familiar with these types of conditions? I'm not thinking about it that way. I'm picking the Euro guys that I like and using them in lineups with everyone else. Haven't had anyone talk about Molinari. You going to end up over the field? Nah, I decided I'm out on Molinari. It's going to be the kiss of death for me. JT fixed his driver last week, but ranked 100th in strokes gained approach at the Scottish Open. Are you fading him? Uh, outside of very specific PM AM stacks, yes, I am fading him. Pat, long-time Lister, since you conjured up the big Hadwin win. Good God, that was years ago. Best golf show, hands down. All right, I'm, I'm entering 35 lineups. How many players should I be using? I mean, that's a personal question. I can tell you in my 150 lineups, I use 28 players. Um, just really trying to hammer down on those combos. I would say somewhere between like 15 and 18 for 35 lives, maybe up to 20, but just play who with them. If you want to use a little bit of guys at the very bottom end, like, uh, Rick always talks about the cascading build that you can use. Uh, so like be really tight up top with your guys and maybe spread the love around from $7,000 and below, and you can use more guys that way. You just don't have a lot of them. Uh, just really hammer down on your core guys. would be my best advice. Any Norin love, not a ton sink or Phil, Phil, Are you going over the field on anyone 6.3K or less? I mean, if you use anyone from 6.3K or less, you are over the field automatically because all those guys are going to be like 1% owned. Uh, But Vermins and Scrivener and Burns would probably be the guys that I'm overweight on. Um, Patrick, smoking them cigarettes to calm your nerves. Exercise will help you beat your nicotine addiction. Well, I work out six days a week already, pal. Not fucking working. Thanks, doctor, for your unhelpful advice. Banned for life. You don't tell me what to do, pal. Fuck you. With your growing international influence, do you ever hold back some plays and don't share them? No, I never do that. I'm not good enough at this to hold people back. Like, If you see me winning a million bucks every week, I trust me, it's going to be with the guys that I'm telling you about on the show. Probably why I don't win. Uh, but no, I would never do that. That kind of defeats the purpose of me having these shows. Like, I'm not a professional better. I'm not a professional DraftKings player. I am a professional broadcaster and content provider. That would really do me a very bad service about doing something like that. So no. I And people accuse others of doing that all the time. I don't think that anyone in the content game actually really does that people might change their minds like very last second add someone in i mean that's always going to happen you know people aren't live streaming 24 hours a day but i think when people tell you their cores or their top plays that those are going to be their cores and their top plays i don't think they're lying to you uh people are just mental and like oh that guy won but he did not tell me about that guy fuck off rosner you heard it here best finisher okay that's great i don't really care you people can tune into this your stream okay to hear what you have to say Pat Mayo don't give a fuck. All right, Paul, I'm getting antsy. Need a sig. See? Need to calm the nerves down a little bit. Because people like you getting me all stressed out. But I will get to every question. Norin or Fino? Phenow. Palmer or Norin? Palmer. What is the current updated standings between you and Cust in your golf matches? Two and one. He beat me as I've been testing out my new swing. He beat me, he was 87, I was 94. That was the round that I lost eight balls, eight or nine, can't remember if it was eight or nine balls off the tee. Playing like tree-lined front nine and Linksy-style back nine. The Linksy-style was far more generous. I beat him on the back. Horrible front. I lost seven of those balls on the front. So that was not great for me and we're playing two link style courses so that should benefit me more than it benefits him because he drives the ball much better than i do i do everything else much better except for hit a seven hybrid which he uses a lot he's actually quite good with it he can shot shape it any way he wants but it's two one right now uh what is a standard player pool in a field with 156 players like i said i use 27 i'm afraid to ask a question because i don't want to get banned for life i mean that question alone is going to get you banned for life pal hey pat which actually i won't you want to ask your question ask your question i'll see if it's stupid or not hey pat which highest owned guy do you see not making the weekend dustin let's throw him out there thoughts on scrivener me timbers at 6k i like him wait a minute what's the cut rules this week top 70 in ties are the cut rules this week honestly believe harrington patty harrington will do better than dj this week i can see it there's gonna be a bunch of random olds that do pretty well here Zalatoris or scheffler scheffler Rank Sink, Hoffman, Herbert, Bland. Bland, Herbert, Hoffman, Sink. Bryson, Rory, and Louie to make the cut? Question mark. Sure. Is Bryson at 5-2 to two to miss the cut value? It's not a terrible bet, actually. Uh, I, it's not one that I would make, because I think that Bryson might be sneaky good, but that's me. Thoughts on Harmon? Pass. Why am I going to let Hatton hurt me when his major record is so terrible? I mean, he has two top tens. I think it's two top tens at the open his past four starts, so. Usti Ownership, uh, I think it's like around 17%. He's one of the higher-owned guys. Hey, Pat, uh, Blink! So betting site are paying 12 places at one-sixth the odds. At first, I l- it looked incredible. What do you think about these crazy place offers that can be detrimental long-term to actual odds? I don't like it, actually. 12 places I like, one-sixth the odds? Don't like that much. I would only actually take the placings on that and of guys like 200 to 1 and above. So hopefully that they're offering generous odds on some of these long shots. How do you feel about, I mean, compare 1-6 the odds on the long shot to the top 10 odds of them. I actually wager that the one odds will be better than their top, top 10 odds, which, you know, considering you're getting top 12, you should probably just do that and make those your wagers instead. English or answer English. Any love for the Italian, Stalin, Guido, Michaliosi? I mean, if you turn into the European tour Picks and Bet Show, there's even a new filter Sky has to proclaim his love about Guido. I think Feinberg's autumn, but the moment that Cust made Guido his one-and-done? All out. Thank you. Let's see. Help me, Pat. I see dead people. Banned for life. Uh, Why was Fitzpatrick included in the best plays the chat skipped on me and the best plays lineup with Rick G when he has such a bad track record at majors because we're looking for like a cash game lineup we're looking to guys to make the cut Fitzpatrick makes cuts and he plays in the Barbasol didn't even look at it I've been focusing on the open with all the undulations and awkward lies on the course, will that affect Brooks's knee? I am not a doctor, for one thing, so I don't know. I, watched, I just rewatched the final round of the 2011 Open Championship where Darren Clark waddled his way around the course, so don't think it's that big of a deal for Brooks. Better $6,900 play. Timmy, two or Palmer? Palmer. <laughs> Isn't Webb a good fit according to his numbers? Sure. Would you have a wave stack higher st- in higher stake single entry or just play the best plays regardless of T-times? I played the best lineup I could come up with regardless of T-times and I left $100 on the table to make it different. Who would you like better, Charlie, the Unicorn Hoffman or Streelman? I actually like Streelman a little bit more. Hovland and Reed or Spieth and Fitzmagic? Let's go Spieth and Fitzmagic. What type of golfers are you targeting for this course? I have like eight hours of content plus cheat sheet articles. I can describe that for you. Thoughts for you answered already. Thoughts on McIntyre. Uh, I'm using him in the lineup, so that's good. If Simpson is healthy, is he not the best value on the slate? No, he's not. He could he could win and still not be the best value on the slate. I mean, he would be theoretically in that option. Berger and Burns and English are probably the three most underpriced players. They are the best values on the slate. Doesn't mean you have to play them, but if we're just talking value, that's where it rests. How early are you waking up to watch the coverage? I might just stay up and then go to sleep after like an hour and a half or so, then wake up early again. Do you think Hovland's playing style is too aggressive for this course? No. It might come back to bite him, but No. Any weather updates? Yes, I went over those at the beginning. Hey, Pat, if I'm doing 150 lineups this week, how many players should I have in my player pool? As many as you want. Who is lower owned, Brian Harmon or Webb Simpson? Probably Webb. Harrington, Sink, or Bland? Can't decide. Bland. Ortiz or Munoz? Ortiz. Did you see the picture of the head groundkeeper at Royal St. George's? I saw it last week when I was looking the stuff up. Kind of looks like Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, that would be the best comp that I would throw out there to him. Tim Horton should sponsor you for all product placement. It's funny because this isn't even a Tim Hortons coffee. I just reuse this cup to make my own Nespresso. Uh, I actually quite hate Tim Hortons. So I, I mean, if they want to give me money, I'll say that I like them. But uh, I don't like going to Tim Hortons. But when, now that I've recently moved, uh, I usually just go to Starbucks or Second Cup to go get my stuff. But there's not ones around me. So I get stuck with this. I come out of the, I come out of the gym and then boom, there I am. Burmeester6100, all right, you're hot, I know, all right, thanks, Oren, I appreciate it, though. Uh, you're a hilarious man, thank you, and now we're out of questions, though, still just questions only, and like I said, I don't ever want to hear what your picks are, I don't really care, um, so you'll get banned for life, you keep posting stuff like that in here, in case you didn't know, well, I'm banning people, Streelman or Guido, ah, let's stick with Guido. Couldn't decide on Jack Daniels or coffee at 1 a.m., so I'm just pouring whiskey in my coffees. Stephen Reynolds, doing it right. How are we feeling about a Ricky bounce back? You should go talk to Feinberg, not me, if you want a confirmation bias on that. Fino or Cantlay? Fino. Phil over sink? Why? Magic beans, my friend. Magic beans. Uh, how do you know that Shh, Patrick is short? Oh, this guy is... Yeah, you're just banned. You're banned for life. Sorry, pal. Gave you? An, I even gave you an extra chance in your band for life. Best DFS content, 25k subs, and moving. Will you have any regrets when Connors wins this thing at 5%? I don't know. No, go Canada. Good for Connors, uh, but yes, I would have regrets. But I wasn't using him anyway, so whatever. What do you think of Harris English, form and odds? Just rewind to the beginning when I talk extensively about Harris English. Thoughts on Stenson Pass? Is there any chance DraftKings can get a Pat Mayo appearance on the Levitard show? You tweet at them and ask them, and maybe it'll happen. So tweet at DraftKings. Get Mayo on get Mayo Custin Feinberg on Levitard or get Stugatz on the Pat Mayo experience. With all of us, we can have a big round table. It'll be a lot of fun. Thoughts on playing the glove this week? I am not playing the glove this week. Uh, where else are we? are right, we're getting to the end of the questions. Perfect. It's 6 p.m. over here in England, Pat. I've still got 180 lineups to pick. Need to start, listen to you how to put out or just need to make some actual decisions. Can't stop hitting the speeth button. You should become a member of fantasynational.com slash mayo. Uh, make those 100 line- 180 lineups very, very quickly um spieth just lots of spieth lots of brooks you'll be good to go will there be shot tracking available anywhere uh the open app would be my best guess but it'll probably be shitty like the u.s open app and the pga championship app but we'll see there are quite a few people backing answer this week i just don't see it i can see it just not for me sorry just coming in how are in your player pool should probably reread that sentence pal Sink for Telly or Van Royen? I like Van Royen the best, actually. Finau or Fitzmagic? Fienau. Usti and Casey or Cantley and Hatton? Cantley and Hatton. U.S. England or other? I don't know what that means. Answer or English. English. Louis or Casey? Louis. Reed and oh, this guy is oh Louis. Putting your questions not all in the same question thread. Not a good way to get your question answered, by the way. Louie and Casey or Reed and Vic? Reed and Vic. What proximity ranges are you looking at this week? I looked between 75 and 125. I went over that on the research show. Uh, just a lot of scrambling. Thoughts about Day. I don't like him, but I'm probably wrong. He's one of the three guys I have narrowed down that I might be betting this week, and uh, it came down between Poulter, Day, and Harris English. I'm leaning Day at the moment. Day and English are my big leans at the moment. Answer always pops in models in his tournament. Mo- in his tournament, where models are less predictive, is it worth taking a shot? If you want to, I'm not. Uh, how much did you weight greens and regulation this week? I didn't at all. It's just really tough to kind of figure out here. Uh, Greens and regulation, I think is a very faulty stat as a predictive, like it's going to be very telling when you look back at the end of the week, but in terms of a predictive metric, All greens and regulations are not created equally. Like, if guys only play courses with big greens, they're probably going to hit more. If they play ones with tiny greens, they're probably going to hit less. And trying to parse your way through that just is a big headache, so I didn't even think about it. Ran a custom model this week on Fantasy National. Promo code Mayo for the discount. Yes, or slash Mayo for the discount. Thank you, Dominique. Henley pops both long-term and current firm. Worth a spot as a flyer? I think so. He was one of the guys along with Strelman, and I feel like I'm going to be kicking myself for not playing, because I saw the same thing. If I win the Millie, can you present the check to me in your pink jacket? How much you want to pay? <laughs> you want to give me a $50,000 cut? It's all yours. Why are you ignoring Norin? Not 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 just not one of the guys I love here. Pivot, Kokrak, pivot off grace. You won't catch me playing Kokrak here. Rye or Shob? Rye. Pat, who is your choice for champion kid show of the year? Most are quite bad. I actually like the Wiggles. I can get behind it. Paul, Paul had to live with me through quarantine so we can continue to do these shows when we made our move. So, Paul got to see all of these shows for the first time. Paul, do you have any definitive answer on this one? Which one you hated the least?
1: Yeah, probably the Wiggles. Yeah, Wiggles is catching. They're singing, they're dancing, they're having a good time. Lou Diamond Phillips is on it
0: now, apparently, so...
1: What was uh, What's what's the one where he's got, like, the green screen behind him? Blue's oh, Clues. Blue's Clues? I hate that. Like, I hate that That
0: show. guy looks so fucking stoned the entire time. He creeps, he creeps me the fuck out. See, the good thing about the Wiggle shows that we watch is, like, they're, like, broken up into, like, two-minute songs, so the kids just constantly stay entertained. With the other shows, I mean, they're very young kids. It doesn't hold their attention for long enough. So whatever holds the attention the longest, I'm in on. Kisner or E.B.A.L. Herbert. Need one, $8,000 or less. Just one guy? Burning Grace. Burns, Herbert, stack to start lineups. Don't hate it. Why are you down on sync this week? I'm not down on sync this week. I'm just not playing everyone. (laughs) So I'm not using (laughs) him. Min, woo! Lee, no thanks. Do you see value in DJ's numbers slipping to 25 and below against all the other guys? Yeah, I'm sure. uh, Jeff's betting it. I'm not. Ownership projection for JT around 16%. Who are we using to double with, uh, for Barbasol to double with Kepka, I didn't make any bets at Barbasol. Actually, the Open Championship, not British Open, ban me. You're welcome. Imagine thinking I care about that. I only care about SEO. Sneaky fact, British Open, much better SEO. Any love for Lowry? He was one of the final cuts, didn't end up using him. Sorry, how many players are in your pool? Smash those likes for the 150, Uh, 27. Haven't heard you mention Kisner. Any interest coming off good form? Karnowski in 18. I had him initially when I was in and just got away from him as the week went along. Is it feasible for Fantasy National to add putting distance stats? I think there are putting distance stats in there. You just have to sort by putting. Let's see. Putting. Let it load. Get back to that in a second. I hit the return button. Think you would follow another one. Uh, do you have an outright number threshold that you would not bet a guy a pre-tourney and wait to bet him live? No, I just, if I see something that I think the book is wrong on, it doesn't really matter what the numbers. It could be three to one on a guy who I'm sure is going to win. Then I would hit it. Sorry, if I miss your top three picks, who are you going with? I'm not DFS. Have to lock in three players for the first two rounds. I don't understand what that means, but you can rewind to the beginning of the show when I make my picks, so you can hear a pretty clue. Oh, apparently this Jack guy says that Blue's clothes has been washed since Steve left. <laughs> Seems about right. I mean, I can see it. Uh, let's go back. Yeah, if you go to Fantasy National, go to the top side and just sort by putting, you get strokes game putting from zero to five feet, five to 10 feet, 10 to 15 feet, 15 to 20 feet, 25, 20 to 25 feet and 25 feet plus, plus three putt avoidance if you just sort by the putting filters on that. So it's up there. Thoughts on Danny Willett? Um, Yeah. Willett. Good player. I used him, so we're good. Uh, Who would you find the most difficult to leave out of your player pool? Uh, Of my main pool, Hatton and Lowry. That's really where it came down to. And Burger, just because I wanted to get away from some of the chalk. Balance or studs and scrubs, a better strategy for this tournament specifically? I actually have no idea. Joining late, I'm in the top 10 in the one and done. Top 10 and have Brooks, Rory, and Usti in the one-and-done. I was thinking about using Brooksy. I say go for it. Scheffler for Finau. Single entry. Finau. In a work pool, need to pick four to make the cut. Who do I pick from Xander, Rom, Kapka, Spieth, Rory, and Finau? Kapka, Spieth, Xander, and Rom. Grace or Norren? Grace. It's the end of the questions. We're doing it, Paul. We made through all the questions. Everyone I banned hit the down-like button in order to... X out those people, smash the like button to the episode, and subscribe to Mayo Media Network, because that way I know that you're good people, not the morons that I banned. Because you're a moron. If you got banned, you're a moron. That's just straight up. And you're probably like the worst person on earth. So... Live with that, all right? Um, if I have missed your questions and you've made it this far, leave them in the comment section. I'll be answering those around 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight. And I have all of the content throughout the week. My final thoughts will be available in the newsletter, which you can find in the description of this video and podcast right now, plus a bunch of other hidden stuff down in that description as well. So let's do it, all right? Thank you all for tuning in to the British Open content this week. Oh, the open championship, What's this is called! Go fuck yourself. You people. Not not all of you people watching, but you people whose voice I just did, internet person that I don't like, you guys can go fuck yourself, all right? I remember, download the podcast, fantasynational.com. Thanks for filling the listeners league and getting us to 25K subs on YouTube. Let's make it some more by hitting that sub button right now, all right? Thank you. Oh, this person said, is there a cut sweat show? I'm thinking no. It's a bit of a problem for me this week. I, there's some stuff going on in my personal life around that same time that I, I, I have to go do it. So um, we might not have one this week. Rick is going to do one, though. We're gonna, I'm going to try to make it uh, answer. I'm going to try to make it work out, but we'll see how it goes. Anyway, thank you all for watching. Appreciate it. I'll see you next time.
1: experience! Experience!